0: Hello and welcome to the Bulletin and Beyond. My name's Kimberly Price, and today on the programme, Kira Gillespie and Justine mccullough Beasy join me to talk about all the latest headlines from around the Southwest. The Southwest woke to extensive flooding on Friday morning. Warrnambool incident controller John Lieben gives us an insight into what happened on Thursday night and what emergency services are doing to combat the floods. Okay, last night we had in excess of 50 mills right across the catchment um, and that caused rivers to rise quite rapidly and so we had uh, minor to moderate flooding across uh, farmlands in particular and we've had a number of roads closed. The situation currently is that we're pretty comfortable that the, uh, the rivers are now peaked at the levels they're going to be at and they could be at that level for a number of days because of the uh, waters in the upper catchments so that still got to move through that, so we'll fluctuate a little bit around it, but we're pretty well at the peak at, as we speak at the moment. So the forecast for the rest of the weekend is uh, we should not get more than about one to five mils of rain in the next twenty-four hours, which won't have any effect on the the flood levels. So please stay out of flood waters. Don't walk through it. Don't drive through it. Stay out of it, and stay safe. And now you'll hear from Woodford Primary School principal, Daniel Watson, whose students returned to remote learning as the school was closed due to the flooding. Up and Brighton early this morning, about six o'clock, and checked the latest reports and saw that the flooding had continued. Um, we did watch it all yesterday, so the kids were very excited watching the floods rise. Um, so we certainly knew it was coming. But yeah, this morning when we got up, it was um, yeah, a little bit worrying. So straight to school and uh, inspected how high it had become. Um, and then we made some contacts through to the department in Melbourne and uh, eventually made the decision to go back into remote learning, which was the last thing we wanted to do this week. The kids were so excited to be back, but unfortunately, due to safe and healthy health and safety concerns, we just had to call it remote learning today. And now you'll hear from Richard Russell, Senior Forecaster at the Bureau of Meteorology. Also of note is the southwest. Uh, parts of the southwest uh, did also get uh, around or above one hundred millimetres. Notably, warnable uh, with one hundred and seven millimetres recorded uh, over the last few days. There's so some significant rainfalls in the last few days there. Kira, it's been another week of coronavirus headlines around the state. Can you tell me what the latest is from this morning? This week, the southwest was officially declared coronavirus free.
1: On Tuesday, the lingering active case of the virus was dropped in Colac, was dropped from the Department of Health and Human Services daily tally. As of Friday, today, there were 11 new cases of coronavirus recorded across the state and zero lives lost. The 14 day rolling average in Metro Melbourne is 9.4 and 0.4 in Regional Vic. There are 12 cases with an unknown source in Melbourne and zero in Regional Victoria. And the rise in rolling average in regional Victoria can be attributed to the Chadston Kilmore outbreak. Um, so, Daniel Andrews has said the Kilmore was a perfect example of how the virus could spread into a regional Victorian postcode that had not had a positive case for weeks. For anyone who doesn't know much about, like, the Kilmore-Chadston outbreak, hundreds are isolating in Kilmore after a diner who ate in at the Odd Fellows Cafe was a relative of a staff member at the Butcher Club, which is connected to the Chadston Chadston outbreak of 31 cases. There are four cases of the virus in Kilmore now. That's as of Thursday afternoon, as we don't get the figures until Friday afternoon.
0: And this week you also had another opportunity to essentially sit down with the Premier on a on a Zoom uh, press conference for regional media outlets. So tell me a little bit about what happened at that press conference, what he said um, about what was happening in regional Victoria now.
1: Yeah, so Thursday, regional media outlets, including myself representing the Standard, fielded questions to the Premier over Zoom. Um, Mr Andrews said the state's roadmap may be overlooked so COVID-19 restrictions can be eased further in regional Victoria. So at the moment, to go to the next step of the roadmap, there needs to be no cases for 14 days across the state. When we asked him about that, he did. He said that number is more of a formality. And if the cases are relatively low, they know where they are, um, there's no mystery cases and, and potential for spread that they're not aware of, then regional Victoria could possibly take a few more smaller steps before they get to the um next step. So here's a bit about what he said.
2: Um, I would just draw you back to the comments I made at the beginning. If Melbourne's tail of the second wave is more stubborn than we had thought, then we certainly don't rule out. In fact, we are actively looking at whether there might be other options for regional Victoria to, yes, push further ahead of Melbourne, but the benefit there, the fact you're out of sync isn't great the extra-economic activity in regional Victoria justifies that. It's just one of those things we're in that very difficult zone where there's lots of thinking going into what happens in a couple of weeks' time, but we just can't give people answers to those very legitimate questions because we want to see uh, all the data that will come in over the next
1: fortnight uh, just to be sure about where regional Victoria's up to and indeed where Melbourne's up to, uh, because Kilmore tells you a pretty powerful story of how wildly this thing spreads, even with... Only permitted workers going into regional Victoria, only people with lawful reasons travelling. Uh, if you were to open up more broadly, then and, and that ring of was not there, then at this stage we know exactly what that would what that would mean. Joining the call was also Department of Health and Human Services testing lead Jerome Weimer, and I asked him whether one and water would be added to one of the wastewater testing sites. So here's what he had to say. So, so we, we've said to all the water companies that we're very keen to, to, to work with them um, you know we've got uh, again I won't read out the whole list but we can, we can do it afterwards if that's helpful um, we've got a pretty good spread at the moment but we're very, very-
0: Justine, it's been a massive week in AFLW news, which doesn't happen every week. There was obviously the draft um, on Tuesday night, was it? It was, yeah. On Tuesday night, great. Can you tell me the exciting news uh, for the Southwest women's footy uh, that happened on Tuesday night?
2: Yeah, so it was fantastic to see Renee end up at St Kilda on Tuesday night. Um, The Saints picked her with pick 34 in the draft, which... Yeah, it would have been a little bit of a nervy wait for her cause it took a little bit of time to, to get through the picks. But, um, yeah, she was ecstatic that she was able to land at a club and a bit emotional on the night, as you would be, after sort of striving for so long to to get to the, the pinnacle. Um, I mean, she's been pretty lucky in the sense that, while well, she's played footy since she was a kid, um, AFLW sort of only started five years ago when she was about 13 or 14. So she's always had that you know, elite-level pathway to strive for that probably some girls before her didn't get the opportunity to have. So, yeah, it's fantastic result for Renee, for her family, for the Warnable Footy Club, South Warnable Footy Club, that she played a little bit for as well, and the girls, and also uh, just a great moment for the Warnable region.
0: Fantastic news, really. So you actually spoke to Renee on Tuesday night and we've got a little snippet um, about what she said after being drafted. Oh, it doesn't feel real, that's for sure. Yeah, completely shocked. Um, They were really good in the interviews though
2: and um, just saying how that drafting me, they would draft my family as well and they're big on family culture as well, so that's really exciting.
0: And in other St Kilda news, Rowan Marshall, who is an AFL player and originally from Portland, his parents have been quite creative in encouraging him in the finals pursuit. Can you tell me what they've done this week?
2: Yeah, so this is a, a quirky story, um, put up one of those feel-good stories of the week where um, Rowan Marshall's family, his uh, parents Don and Jan and his two brothers decided to to get the paint out and um, give the cows a bit of a, a makeover with some St Kilda colours. Um, it's obviously got a bit of traction around the country this week because it's just one of those quirky little stories that uh, makes people smile. So it's a great result. Yeah. Um, that the Saints are still in the finals. Um, I think everyone was unsure how they would go in week one against the Western Bulldogs, but they managed to um, come away with a, a three-point win there. And now they play Richmond um, on Friday night, which is obviously going to be a tough ask, um, especially having lost a few players um, to injury and family circumstances throughout the week. Um, but that, in a sense, is great for Rowan as well because he gets the chance to ruck solo in uh, Patty Ryder's absence and really, you know, try and dominate a final um, and help the Saints get over the line. So I think all of Portland and Warrnambool and, and the Southwest will be uh, cheering for Rowan and um, hoping that the painted cows get to be painted for a third week.
0: forget to subscribe to The Standard through our website for all our stories and features. We acknowledge the Traditional Owners of Country, the Gunditjmara people and the Traditional Owners of Country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, borders and culture. We pay our respects to their Elders past, present and emerging. This has been a Warrnambool Standard production.